This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Rise above and be in control with today's business headlines, driven by Volvo Cars. It's 10 minutes till 9am right here on the morning run on BFM 89.9. Don't forget, uh, at 4pm today, Budget 2019 will be announced. Uh, If you missed the breakfast grill that we just had, you can always download that podcast via the BFM app. And also, it's available on Spotify now. And then at 6pm today, after the budget announcement, the evening edition will give you some post-budget analysis. So make sure you tune in for that as well. Now let's come to some uh, big, big news here, you've got criminal charges imposed uh, by the U.S. Department of Justice on Joe Lowe, and not just Joe Lowe, Tim Leisner and Roger Ng as well, the latter two being former Goldman Sachs, uh, Goldman Sachs bankers. Yeah, so Joe Lowe has been charged uh, in the New York Federal Court for conspiring to launder billions of dollars embezzled from 1MDB. He has also been charged with conspiring, compar- conspiring to violate the U.S. Foreign Corrupt Practices Act by paying bribes to Malaysian and Abu Dhabi officials. Yeah, yeah. Roger Ng, former Goldman Sachs Managing Director, has been also charged the same offences, Han. Tim Leisner as well, but he Tim Leisner has pleaded guilty to his own set of charges. Right, and uh, Tim Leisner uh, has been ordered to forfeit some forty-four million US dollars. Come up to about comes up to about one hundred eighty-three million ringgit, or so. Pretty wow. close to what is in Tabung Harapan <laughs> yeah. uh, currently. He's been ordered to forfeit that. You know, will that money stay with the DOJ or will it come back to Malaysia? Question mark there. What, Tabung Harapan two point zero. Yeah, well, a doubling of Tabung Harapan mm. there. A special dividend donation. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Roger Ng was arrested in Malaysia yesterday. Uh, that was revealed, and he may be uh, going. Uh, he may be appearing in court today. Mm, yeah. So, looking at um, the news flow coming from this as well, we have a story in the Malaysian Reserve quoting a law U.S. law enforcement official speaking to the Malaysian Reserve, saying that the U.S. prosecutors have considered the possibility of charging former Prime Minister Dato Sri Najib Razak over his involvement involvement in One MTV, but preferred that Malaysia be the one to file any charges against him. Right, the MO1 as the DOJ used to refer to him. Also, they did, they did not name Goldman Sachs. I think they just labeled it as US Financial Institution 1, I think, right? This is so, the DOJ, right? Yeah, the DOJ, mm. yeah. Mm. So, uh, wonder what's going on there. Yeah, so another big question mark, obviously, from this story is even though Jolo has been indicted, uh, you know, they don't yet have him. He's still out there at large, right? So, where is Jolo? Uh, that is very much on the minds of many of us here in Malaysia. And that was even addressed by Tun Daim in an interview earlier this week with Astro Awani. That's right. And Tun Daim said that he heard talk of Jolo's apparent plan to purchase another boat <laughs> and, you know, leverage the use of international waters to avoid being nabbed. I wonder, you know, does he still has money for another boat? Yeah, and I if guess. he does, obviously, do you think he's going to make a bid for the equanimity? Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Given his affinity for the equanimity. Look, if, if there's something I learned here. When all else fails in life, buy a boat. That well, sounds like pretty good advice. <laughs> Tun Daim also said that Jolo is trying to negotiate for immunity from a prosecution over the 1MDB scandal and for his return home. Yep, so we have to wait and see that, but uh, still, ne- uh, nonetheless, this is a massive development there. Again, the US uh, DOJ uh, bringing criminal charges to those three individuals, Jolo, Tim Leisner and Roger Ng. Now, in other local news, uh, you've got um, MyTV 
having a dispute, a payment dispute with Telecom Malaysia to the tune of some 60 million ringgit. Yeah, so this story is in uh, Starbiz. They've quoted an anonymous industry executive who said that MyTV allegedly owes Telecom Malaysia over 60 million ringgit in services rendered. And viewers in Sabah, Sarawak, Kelantan, Trunganu, Pahang, uh, also involving Parat, they are all affected with 20 broadcasting sites that have been shut down. Right, and so there was this service disruption there. Well, this this um, latest development, Han, also brings up the, the question as to whether or not this will obstruct the planned migration of free-to-air TV to the digital medium in the first quarter of 2019, right? That, yeah. that analog switch-off. Yeah, look, this has been going on for a few years now. There have been multiple delays. We even had the MyTV CEO, Michael Chan, on the Breakfast Grill last year, right? And then now with this payment dispute, yeah, like you say, could that push that deadline back? Because because this is a global move. We have seen this in the US, in Australia, uh, you know, uh, other countries as well. Now, I understand that for Malaysia, there's a bit of a sticky point because we've got to try to do this in sync, relatively speaking, with our neighbours, Thailand up north and Singapore mm-hmm. down south. You know, but that's external factors, right? Domestically, with my TV being mandated to get this done by 2019, and now, just a few months away, they've got this payment dispute. That doesn't look good. Keep in mind, these guys got the contract worth over 900 million ringgit, 915 million ringgit to help us move from the analog TV signal to digital. uh, And this amount, 915 million to be paid over a 15 year period. If they can't deliver, then this is, uh, well, obviously, not bad news, not just for customers, but for the overall agenda to move to DTT. Yeah, this contract of 950 million is uh, between Telecom and MyTV, I guess, to, to roll this out. Um, remember as well, if I'm not mistaken, MyTV also gave out some free decoders to a couple of, I think, 4.2 million households received this free decoders. Whether or not they can use them right now, I mean... Not sure, but Communications and Multimedia Minister Gobin Singh Dio has asked my TV to explain the reason for services suspension. And he also says that he is keen to keep the first quarter 2019 target for the analog switch off. Yeah, because I, I saw that on Twitter, somebody had tagged him and then he has since, since responded. And then I took a snapshot and sent it to the my TV CEO. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens from that. Any comments from him? No, no. just two blue ticks. Uh, All right. Yeah, he, okay. he's a habit of doing that. All right. Uh, moving on with the little time that we have. Let's talk about Apple. They just announced their uh, latest quarterly results, uh, fourth consecutive quarter of record revenue and profit. But the outlook for the upcoming holiday season, perhaps somewhat of a dampener. Yeah, so revenue for the first final fiscal quarter rose nearly 20% on year to just under $63 billion. Profit is up 32% to just over $14 billion. Yeah, look, those uh, prices, those iPhone prices that have been moved upwards, obviously contributing to both the top and bottom line there for Apple, record revenue and uh, profit as well. Now, so you know, the, 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 the numbers here you know, obviously affirms what uh, Apple's doing right now with its strategy. So on one hand, they are trying to promote their software and services business. And of course, like I said, raising the prices on those iPhones. Uh, But moving forward, the forecast for the upcoming holiday period, they are perhaps suggesting weaker than expected demand for those pricier, those 
new iPhones that are more expensive. You're so expensive. It's the cost of like a salary check, yeah. right? And uh, I think wait, wait, whose salary are we talking about? Yeah. Joyce? <laughs> no, it, it, it's really it is, it pricey. Is. Yeah, and Apple says you know they have an underwhelming forecast for the key holiday period, the upcoming one, Christmas. And the company further stoked concerns by saying that it will stop reporting unit sales of its most important product. Yeah, still Apple shares uh, uh, have gained or uh, closed up to two hundred and twenty-two. Dollars and twenty-two cents. Go figure. Two, two, two dot two, two. So that's thirty-one percent up for the year. So the company is going to stop reporting unit sales for iPhones, iPads, and Macs beginning in fiscal twenty nineteen. Well, that's a bit of an odd move. Yeah, why, why would they do this? I don't understand. Or are they carving that out? Or maybe the breakdown is different to show the the growth numbers. Well, we got to ask uh, Tim Cook then, I guess. All right. Yeah, maybe you can extend a breakfast grill invite to yeah, him. Yeah, always. That is mm. always open to mm-hmm. Tim Cook. Oh, believe you me. All right, we're coming up to the uh, 9 a.m. news bulletin. And after that, we'll take a look at some of the numbers on the local bourse. So stay tuned right here to BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Keeping you on track for peak business performance with the new Volvo XC40, the expression of innovation. Volvo, made by Sweden. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.